The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. During Mayor Charlie Hudson's report during the February 10th meeting of Wilson City Council, he explained that council members completing a self-paced training session from the Rural Community Assistance Partnership would reduce the overall cost of a planned project on New York Avenue and Broadway Street by $524,000. Work on the waterline replacement portion of that project is set to begin soon, according to Mayor Hudson, and that will be followed by the replacement of the sewer lines in the fall and repaving thereafter. Overall, the project is expected to cost around $6 million. Other upcoming projects include installation of new water lines and repaving on 2nd Street, paving on 10th Street to Mulga Road, which was a, will include a request to Jackson County Engineer Melissa Miller for her office to finish paving the remainder of Mulga Road to State Route 32, and the installation of a new water line on Locker Road. All these projects, apart from the paving work, are to be completed by the city's newly created infrastructure department, which is being headed by Philip Thompson. As Service Director Anthony Brenner added, Wellston has never in the past had the ability to undertake such projects. The Benton County Local Board of Education may make masking for students optional on Tuesday, March 1st, except for on the school buses. The issue was discussed during the board's most recent meeting Tuesday evening. The board is tenderly scheduled to meet on Monday the 28th to vote on the issue. The motion was made by board member Laura Martin. Superintendent Rick Brooks reported he's been meeting with Benton County Health Department officials and wanted a couple weeks to make sure the positive trend of declining COVID-19 cases continues before recommending that masks become optional. Brooks wants to use the time between now and the end of the month to develop a plan for the district if the COVID-19 caseload rises and mandatory masking should still be required. Currently, students can remove masks when they're in classrooms where proper social distancing can occur. Masks must be worn in the halls and any other areas where social distancing cannot occur. The board will not be voting on mask mandate issues on buses until the Federal Centers for Disease Control lifts its nationwide mandate regarding public transportation. After unanimously voting in favor of establishing a student representative program in the district during the January meeting of the Jackson City School Board, members of the Jackson City Board of Education welcomed Caleb McGraw, the first Jackson High School senior, to fill that role during the group's February 8th meeting. Superintendent Phil Howard explained that the school board wanted to have better communication with the student body. An application process was developed and students were able to apply to be the student rep. McGraw was selected from a group of very strong applicants. As the program was started in the middle of the school year, McGraw will only serve in his new role through the end of May, though whomever is chosen as the next student representative will serve the entirety of the coming school year. McGraw told school leaders that the students are proud that the school board is taking their thoughts into consideration and that students are already coming to him with ideas. A Wellston High School student will be headed to Washington, D.C. after capturing first place honors in the state of Ohio in the American Legion Americanism and Government Test and Essay Program. In November, Wellston High School senior Reese Brunton scored the highest on the American Legion Americanism Test an essay for Wellston that was conducted through American Legion Post 371. Subsequently, he's also taken first place in the district and state levels in the competition. He will now go to Washington, D.C. to represent Ohio in the national-level competition. He'll be leaving on Monday the 28th for a five-day all-expenses-paid trip touring the D.C. area, along with going to the White House to possibly even meet President Joe Biden. Following his high school education, Brunton hopes to major in a biology on a pre-med track and then attend med school to become an anesthesiologist. For more details and related photos, you can see the story in today's print edition of The Telegram and online at thetelegramnews.com. In sports, the Wellston Golden Rockets boys basketball team and its fans had much to celebrate Tuesday evening during a first-round Division III sectional tournament home basketball game against Oak Hill. First, the Rockets posted a convincing 75-59 victory over the Oaks by pulling away in the second half after leading by seven points at halftime. The victory advances Wellston to a Division III sectional tournament championship game this 
Friday at 7 p.m. at Minford High School against the top-seeded Falcons. The Rockets were led Tuesday evening by Kyan Irvin, who not only scored 33 points, but also who achieved the personal milestone of surpassing the 1,000 points level in careers, scoring by only one point as a junior. He now has 1,001 points in his high school career. Like all Jackson County and Benton County Boys and Girls Tournament basketball games, the radio will provide live coverage of Friday's Wellston at Minford contest. Broadcast time will be approximately 6.45 p.m. on WYPC, 13.30 a.m. and 105.3 FM. Also, the three new fall sports coaches that were hired at Monday night's meeting of the Wellston City Board of Education will meet with students, parents, and members of the general public at a special Meet the Coaches event set for 7.30 this evening at the Wellston High School Cafetorium. The newly hired coaches who have committed to participate are head football coach Nolan Yates, head varsity volleyball coach Rachel Deputy, and girls golf coach Tim Shea. All will be in charge of their respective sports programs when the 2022 fall sports season rolls around. Wilson High School Athletic Director Jeff Hendershot said that returning coaches for other fall sports teams have also been invited to attend and participate. In other news today, the Vinton County Middle School will be putting on an adaptation of the classic tale of Robin Hood called The Trials of Robin Hood this weekend. The play follows the namesake Robin Hood along with Maid Marian and Prince John, and it's described as a comedy. That's by the official synopsis that's posted on the Vinton County Local School's Facebook page. According to the post made by Vinton County Schools, Robin Hood will feature three different endings, leaving the audience to determine which is the true ending of the play. For those interested in attending, the play will be shown at Benton County Middle School on Friday and Saturday at 7 p.m. and Sunday at 2. Doors will open 30 minutes before the show, and all tickets are available for $5. More information can be found on the Benton County Local Schools Facebook page. Finally today, Oak Hill Mayor Paul McNeil announced Wednesday afternoon that a boil advisory has been placed in effect for the entire village until further notice. That boil advisory is precautionary, and he's hoping that it can be lifted sometime today. Again, the village of Oak Hill, the entire village of Oak Hill, is currently under a boil advisory until further notice. That is hoped to be removed at some point in time today, and at this point is simply precautionary. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.